This is the Retro MMG Show. I'm your host, John. Across the table from me, alongside of me, in life, <laughs> as always, <laughs> is Eltonio. How are we doing, Tony? That's me, dude. I'm doing good. How are you? I'm well. Yeah. Uh, got a lot of things going on this past week. Um, you know, there's a whole thing, you know, there's, I don't, how are you, how familiar are you with, like, uh, the self-help era uh, space uh, of people? Because, oh like, you know, there's all these books that people are, like, that have self-help, and I've bought oh, a few okay. of them, it's like, I got what you're talking about. you know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, how to right. meet friends and influence people, that kind of shit. I mean, and then, I don't know, I mean, I know it works for some people, like... I guess you got to have the right mentality for it, I guess. Yeah, it's all about having the right mentality. And I've read all the books. I, and this is like a 10-year thing that I've been going through. It's just kind of yeah. – because, I, you know, what it is is like I would – I'd work for a lot of very wealthy people. You know, I'd go mm-hmm. in their house and, you know, do their built-ins and their fireplaces and all that stuff. And I'm I, <laughs> You're looking around like, damn, well, how do I get me some of this? Yeah, kind of. But I'm like, <laughs> well, what are they doing that I'm not doing? You know? Oh, yeah. Of course, I, there's I connections. all the time, too, man. Of course, there's sure. connections. There's, you know, education. There's inheritance inheritance there's all <laughs> kinds of factors that are in there but i look at the, i usually try to look at their bookshelves to see what they're reading you know right yeah, yeah. uh what are they reading uh you know is it performative yeah, reading cool. you know is it just like you know what they do and uh um, is it just for show right exactly <laughs> um well, the books are still new yeah and i've got <laughs> yeah how much of that have they actually read yeah you know? yeah how much of it is just kind of you know their birthright exactly. to, to have all this uh money and influence and all that stuff mm-hmm. but uh some of it does kind of resonate with me there's certain little things we can all do to kind of make ourselves more likable and you know expand our our network not just socially on, online just you know to you know uh, uh have conversations with these kind of people and yeah you are not wrong my friend right and you know i try and work on that like you know sometimes i feel comfortable with it sometimes i don't you know how how well are you at like parties that you've never been in? Oh, been at, so you know? uncomfortable. Are you like, really? I would prefer never to be. Like yeah. you, you just get invited by your spouse, and, and uh, I like, literally like drove to like bars that would have friends there, and pulled up, and like just thought about it and left. You're just like, oh god, I'm not dealing with this. I don't want to talk to anybody I don't know. It's superficial conversation. It's uh, but you know, yeah. it, it, there's a, a lot of what those books kind of do is they tell you how to, at, you know, use those situations to your advantage rather than bail, you know? Right. <laughs> I'm, like, oh, I'm sure I'm doing you know it what the I mean? wrong way. But... Right. I mean, and we're all doing it the wrong. It's like, yeah. there's nothing worse to anybody. I, I would think, I think we're, you know, the human race at this point is like, no, we don't want to go to these parties. We don't want to go to these events or yeah, whatever or it is. like people have, like, anxiety or shit like that. Like, right. Because I think a lot of that, for me, has started happening as I got older. Sure. You know, when I was younger, I was willing to go into a party that I maybe only knew one or two people at, but... See, I'm the opposite. I was, was very, like, I was very introverted <laughs> as a kid and, yeah. like, as a teenager. And then as I got older, I got a little bit oh, more confident okay. and... Uh, you know, you know what it is. It's all about you know finding the thing to say. You know, you don't right, want to be that yeah. awkward guy that says the stupid thing and everything shuts every the conversation down. And uh, you're like, okay, uh, but it's it's well, like, yeah, and I like I don't drink, so there is no like really like loosening me up. You know, worst that could happen is like 
I'll get buzzed. I'll get like stoned or whatever, and that kind of does the opposite. It's like it makes you shut now, you down even worse. Yeah, it's like <laughs> now I really want to get the hell away from everybody. Yeah, <laughs> but there is an advantage to you know kind of talking to people and just being a little bit relatable. You know, and that's right. kind of what I've been working on. Um, Lately, is just you know trying to. Do, I've always been kind of like well, and like I said, like in my teenage years, new. I did not really like doing no. that, but uh, as an adult and having more confidence, <laughs> and uh, I kind of go up to people. But there's still, there's still that apprehension about going up to people and starting a conversation and not being awkward. You know, it's it, it's kind of an art, and it's something I think everyone should kind of work on. You know, if they you know have more relationships with people and. Mm. Uh, you know, even if it's superficial as hell, you want to leave that mark on somebody. <laughs> like, hey, I know that guy. He can do this for me. And then you need to kind of do favors back and forth and blah, blah, blah. Superficial as hell. It is. It really is. But that's kind of the, no, the game of life, isn't it? Yeah, I get it. So I went to uh, get a suit yesterday. Really? Yes. I've never oh. gotten a suit. Like, I got married, but it was just a rented tux, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I know. Uh, I was there. <laughs> yeah, you were there. <laughs> um, but I went and got fitted for a suit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel I feel like I'm at that point in my life where I'm old enough where I should have a fitted suit. Yeah. You know, because no I don't... There's nothing worse than looking at a guy that's, like, in a suit that's oversized yeah. and, like... <laughs> The legs are pooling up, at, you know, yeah. at the ankles, and it just looks awkward as hell. But it's like I feel like <laughs> every funny. man should have at least one suit that he's fitted for. You yeah. know, spend the money. It's like you have these formal formal situations that we all have to go through, whether it's funerals or weddings or uh, you know yeah. important events in our lives. We should we should all have a single suit. You know, I have like fitted shirts and vests. I just never got like you know the sport coat. Yeah, the, that part of it. So. That's the hardest part, you know. It's like yeah. it, 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 it's it's hard to go, look good in a suit, you know. And I've been gaining some yeah. weight lately, and I'm just like <laughs> the guy's, you know, measuring me up. You know, he's like, well, this is your neck, this is your chest, yeah. this is your, you know, arm length or whatever. Is like, he's like, well, the 32 is a little a little tight. I'm like, no, it isn't. It, 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 I'm a 32 <laughs> mf'er. <laughs> yeah, that guy. He told me he's like, uh, you know, we can always take. Like, t- you know, tuck these in and make the shirt smaller, mm-hmm. but we can't make them bigger. Right. Yeah. There's no adding more material. <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, you like, plan don't on, uh, be gaining more weight yeah, if you yeah. want to keep wearing these shirts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so I got fitted for a suit. It was $500. And so it's a lot of money. Uh, well, yeah. But, you know, it's like there's $3,000 suits out there. There's yeah, $2,000 I mean, suits. And, for sure. And this was just the jacket and the pants, you know. And I was like, yeah, I think that's about my my range, you right. know. As long as it's tailored, from what I've heard, as long as it's tailored and it's, like, mostly wool, like, mm-hmm. you're going to get a good suit out of it. So we'll see what happens. I got a wedding in, like, three weeks or something. Is that why you did it? It is. It, it's halfway why I did Half, it. Yeah. Okay. All right. But, yeah. but I've always wanted, a, you know, a kind of a tailored suit, you know. Right. Uh, just so I've got something nice to wear wherever I got to go, you know. And where, you where know, did you end up going? Um, uh, what is the name of the place? Men's Warehouse. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I went I knew the Michael. That was the place. I went to the Michael Scott route. The Michael. You know what? You know, and it's funny. I, you know, once There's I was like, "There's nothing wrong with that." Dude. No, there is something wrong with no, that. No, no, yeah. you didn't have to go to Italy to get some fine suit made. Okay, that's just as good. They well, tailor just as good there. You, you know, I, I peruse the internet a lot, and um, I did it before I went anywhere. 
And, like, there's a lot of places that will send you a suit, you know, uh, like suitfactory.com and, like, suit this or suit that. And okay. I did a lot of research, and, I'm, and everyone's saying, like, you know, just get some suit uh, online from Suit Factory or Suit Warehouse or whatever it is, and then go to and your local tailor. to a tailor. Okay. Right, and ha- yeah. have them fit it for you. As long as you're happy with the material, the tailor will get it to your fit, and that's the most important part is the fit. You know, right. As long as it fits you well, your shoulders look nice, and you're not, you know, you're not in your 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 granddaddy's uh, <laughs> suit, you'll probably be fine. And but I didn't really like that. You know, yeah. it's like online. It's like, well, I, I can't well, feel the material. The hand, like the half risk of getting something mailed to you that you're not gonna dig totally. Right. And then I could have gone to Macy's. Like, you know, there's Macy's around here. I could have gone to one of those type places, but. Um, I was like, well, I'll just go to Men's Warehouse. It's like that's the suit place. I know it's you know right. like the Olive Garden of <laughs> suit it really places. Is the you know? Olive Garden of suits. <laughs> but they they will tailor it to whatever I wanted. Then uh, I yep. I ended up buying a Calvin Klein suit that looked pretty good, and and uh, it's gonna be about two weeks till it's tailored. Yeah, it's gonna be my fit, and you know that's what it is. Ain't nothing wrong with that dog. Yeah, that's right. I got a Men's Warehouse yeah, suit. You're still gonna look pimp. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. <laughs> What, what, another thing that, that what I what I did because I didn't want to buy a shirt from them, yeah. uh, just because the shirts, their are, shirts are expensive, are, are crazy expensive. Too, yeah. I'm sure they get great margins on them shirts. Yeah, for I was sure. like, I got shirts, I'll find it somewhere else. But what I did have them do was measure me for a shirt so I can go shop around and know what my there measurements you are. Go. So yeah. he's like, oh, your neck is this, and your you know sleeve length is that. And I was like, all right, I'll go. F- Once for I got sure, those numbers, that's confusing too. Some shirts like that men's dress shirts are like, this is an extra large. Right. Or it goes, this is an 18 by Yeah, it's a 17 three-quarter. Three co- right. You're not like, I don't know what any of that means. Exactly. But <laughs> that's why I asked the guy at Men's Warehouse. Uh, he's I got I got a 16 and a half neck and a 34, 35 uh, sleeve length. So oh, that's the one okay. I go with. And I'm going to use that to uh, complete the ensemble. 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 <laughs> but you know who looked good in an ensemble this week is the topic of our discussion. Yeah. Uh, True Lies. That's right. A 1994 movie starring... Damn, 94. It is a 1994 action comedy film written and directed by James Cameron. I forgot that it was written and directed by James Cameron. We all know James Cameron from right. Aliens and uh, Terminator 2, ones. Titanic, Avatar, The Abyss. Uh, they really threw his name up on the... Yeah, I completely forgot that <laughs> he was there, that he was involved beginning. in that. Uh, really, really fun movie. Um, mm-hmm. As fun as I remember it being, uh, totally. a lot of good stuff going on, and we're going to break it down. Uh, it was executive produced by Lawrence Kazanoff and stars Arnold Schwarzenegger, Jamie Lee Curtis, Tom Arnold, Art Malik, Tia Carrere, Bill Paxton, Eliza Dushku, Eliza, Eliza Dushku. Dushku. Grant Heslov and Charlton Heston. It is based on the 1991 French comedy French La Totale. Oh yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm not looking up that because uh, this movie was good <laughs> enough on its own. The film follows a U.S. government agent, Harry Tasker, who struggles to balance his double life as a spy with familial duties. Mm-hmm. Um. I would disagree with that. This is off of Wikipedia. They don't show too much of his familial duties besides being, a, you know, like an absentee husband and father. Right, you yeah. know, it's not like he was, you know, picking up for soccer practice and you know dry, doing all that <laughs> stuff. No, he was just an absentee father. No. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's exactly. all he was. Which caused all kinds of problems with uh, the wife and kid and 
Right. Yeah. 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 They just felt neglected, and, yeah. and rightfully so. You know, uh, I remember seeing this movie when it first came out. It was probably. Well, you know what? Let me take a look at the film. Ultimately, I might grossed, have saw it in the theater. I don't I think remember. I saw it in the theater, um, but it, the film ultimately grossed three hundred seventy-eight million worldwide at the box office, becoming box office becoming the third highest grossing film of nineteen ninety-four, behind The Lion King and Forrest Gump. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, you can't beat the Gump, dude. No. I just watched that recently. We might do this towards the end of the pod or in the middle of the pod, Forrest Gump. I love that movie. Did you ever see that movie, um, uh, This is the End, with like the Seth Rogen? Yeah, uh yeah. And I think there's a scene where Craig Robinson is calling uh, the main character Jay Baruchel a hipster. And, you know, he's like, well, why am I a hipster? And he's like, well, do you hate universally beloved movies? (laughs) What do you think of Forrest Gump? And he couldn't hold back. And he's like... I thought it was. I think that's yeah. what kind of where it went down, you know. Who hates Forrest Gump? You know, Forrest Gump is fucking awesome. Oh, that's hilarious. We I just watched it last weekend, I think, because yeah. we were just bored sitting around, and I was like, all right, let's watch Forrest Gump, and got a little dusty. <laughs> and then there's always that like I remember seeing a meme like uh, when Jenny is like on the bus leaving Washington D.C. Uh-huh, yeah, and she's giving the peace sign. And she's like, bye, right. Forrest. I'll come back when you're a billionaire and I'm a single mom with AIDS. (laughs) That is terrible. It's very terrible. (laughs) But it kind of makes you think, you know. (laughs) Uh, It's hilarious, though. Um, Terrible. uh, But the true lies... um, was the first uh, Lightstorm Entertainment project to be distributed under Cameron's multi-million dollar production deal with 20th Century Fox, as well as the first major production for the visual effects company Digital Domain, which was co-founded by Cameron. Yeah. It was also the first film to cost $100 million. That's what I was saying, man. They, you a know, lot James of stuff. Cameron, that's why they gave him such a big-ass budget. Yeah, exactly, because you know, he, he made Terminator 2, you yeah. know, he, Aliens, The Abyss. James, th- this was like James Cameron at his peak. Yeah. Um, you know, he could do no wrong. And, you know, I'm not that big of a fan of Avatar. Um, I thought it was right. kind of yeah. meh. I, don't, I didn't understand the whole fanfare about it. You know, I, I mean, I did, but I don't. I agree. And, you know, it's, it's, it's not Star Wars. It's I understand the Star Wars, you know, fanfare, the fiction, the, you know, the people who are super yeah, obsessed with it. Yeah. But, like, for Avatar, I, I really don't get it. It was a single movie. they're making another one. They're making three, and it's like they're 18 yeah, years they? apart or something. Jeez. Well, I think the first Avatar came out in, like, 2009. And yeah, it was a while ago, yeah. They still haven't had a sequel to it, you know, no. but they, I think he's contractually obliged to have a, you know, second and third for that. Oh, and boy. where is it at, you know? I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. This is not a podcast about <laughs> Avatar. Uh, but Jamie Lee Curtis won the Golden Globe Award for Best Actress, Motion Picture, Musical, or Comedy, and the Saturn Award for Best Best Actress. And we'll get into her role, which was, um, you know, she hadn't done a, a, anything in a long time. Uh, she kind of came out of nowhere with this role, and she started as the housewife turned stripper Other than in like this, you know, Halloween movies, right? And that type of shit. Yeah, trading places. I mean, yeah. maybe there's something else. I'm, Where I'm she missing. showed her golden globes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 um, but I think we should fart, start off, fart off, and start fart off, off. Start off by saying that 
when we chose to talk about this movie, we could not find this movie Absolutely. anywhere. Absolutely. You know, I was going to bring that up, but I'm, I'm glad you did. Yeah. Um, you know, when, when we choose our we topics. We would tell you to go watch it, but. <laughs> when we choose our topics, we kind of just throw movies out there. We don't yeah. look at the availability or right. anything about them. We just kind of like, oh, you remember that movie? Yeah, exactly. Let's go with it. And uh, we chose this movie kind of on a whim yeah. because we talked about it in the Total Recall episode. And I'm like, let's do this. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, but you cannot find this movie find anywhere. It. Tony no and I looked no, no streaming, stores. no Amazon, uh, no physical copies off Amazon. You could probably you find one on eBay, eBay. Yeah. Um, or go to the, some kind of bin or something. Um, I have a friend that my wife actually recommended. She has a lot of DVDs and she's like, Oh, just ask her. And now sure enough, she had she it. Did it. Yeah. She came through in a pinch and we're able to talk about true lies. Yep. Surprise! We just watched because we had to get together and we, watch it because mm-hmm, I <laughs> last yeah. minute because we couldn't find it anywhere. And you know. we watched it together under a blanket with a snuggling with, uh, a, a bowl bucket of popcorn. Of, yeah, a bucket of popcorn. <laughs> it was sweet. Um, so yeah, the, you know, this was like, you know at the height. You know, we we talk about you know obviously this is a very '90s centric uh, yeah uh, show that we're doing, and this is kind of at the height of uh, Arnold's powers because. You know, I was thinking about the same thing about Jim Carrey, too, because sure. he's going to be a big part of this podcast, and Arnold is going to be a big pod- yeah, part of this yeah. podcast because our kind of coming of age years was in the '90s, and Arnold and Jim <laughs> Carrey were the biggest <laughs> were the biggest draws. Yeah. I would think, you know, maybe you know someone can prove me wrong by the you numbers. Sprinkle you know? a couple other people, of course, but, right? You know. Yeah, um, but yeah, Arnold and Jim Carrey personified the '90s yeah. with uh, the movies that they put out. Uh, Arnold with you Plus know, being young lads and being young lads. <laughs> we Arnold, loved it. Well, Arnold's a guy to look up to. He's a you know Mr. <laughs> Universe for 17 years or whatever it was, and then now he became a movie star. His great one-liners, one-liners. It's like James Bond started the one-liners, but like Arnold you're finished fired. them. Yeah, yeah. You're fired. Uh, uh, yeah, we'll get to some, a lot of them. Oh shit. Um, <laughs> So yeah, and that yeah, that's what this this podcast is gonna kind of have a theme of Jim Carrey and Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> We're probably gonna go through every single one of their movies. We're gonna do an Ace Ventura. We're going to do oh, yeah, for sure uh, every probably every single one of Arnold's movies and every one of Jim Carrey's movies, <laughs> just because you know. Like who who were the? I mean, I guess Tom Hanks is like another one of those guys that were up there that kind of were at the top of their charts in the '90s, from like 1990 till 2000. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but he didn't have like slapstick, so I guess, uh, like I said, to draw somebody that's you know 15, 16, you know, you're not really going to see some of his the piano. Roles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're not going. <laughs> When we're that age, you know, yeah, we're not going to see dramas. I mean, Forrest yeah. Gump aside, right. and Braveheart maybe. Um, <clears throat> yeah, that's what we were into, you know. Yeah, for sure. Um, so let's kind of get into the movie. Yeah, like I said, it was made in 1994, uh, directed by James Cameron, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, Tom Arnold, Jamie Lee Curtis, Charlton Heston, and His who was the last guy? Tia Carrere. Yeah, pirate Charlton Heston. Pirate. <laughs> you take this gun from my cold dead hands. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna read the plot. So let's let's, let's just go into it. You know, um, the opening scene. Um, you know, yeah. so just kind of set the table. Uh, this movie is essentially 
you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger is a spy. A do- yeah. Now I want to say double agent because he's not working for back, you know, for anyone else. But mm-hmm. he's a spy working for some omega sector section of the CIA. Yeah. Um, he goes on covert National operations, security. covert ops yeah. with uh, Tom Arnold as this, you know, guy in the van who's uh, guiding him in his earpiece. Yep. Uh, he c- completes these missions, and presumably before that, they've had this, you know, seventeen-year relationship where they've been doing this for a long time. But to the chagrin of his wife, he she has no idea that nope. he's a spy. He's this boring sales guy that yeah. goes on conferences all the time, <laughs> and you know she's kind of a boring wife too. Yeah. I don't think that, <laughs> they they do it with her appearance sure. and kind of you know she they they put her as a bored wife yeah but I would call her a boring wife you know she's like <laughs> you know she talks shit about her husband the entire time but it's yeah. like come on lady what are you doing you yeah know? you wear a muumu to bed right yeah you're wearing a muumu <laughs> look at what she wore to the hotel you know? I know and then she realizes in the mirror it's like I'm supposed to be a prostitute so oh, I gotta yeah. do all I these probably shouldn't wear this yeah. <laughs> Put some lipstick on and not have a. That's an epic uh, little scene there, though. When she it is, and we'll get to, and, and we'll get to that. But like, her name is Helen. You know, it's like what kind of prostitute's yeah, name is Helen? That That's is a real old lady name. Yeah, it is. What are sorry old... to all Helens. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> Helens. You're from 1950. No offense, but my great grandmother's name was Helen. <laughs> I mean literally. Like, I'm not just making this up. My great-grandmother's name was Helen. made up. Um, <laughs> and that's kind of how the movie starts. Well, the mo- no, that's not how the movie starts. The movie starts with, like, a James Bond-esque scene where um, <laughs> yeah. it's at this compound in Switzerland, and there's like, it's like a castle. They always make everything look like there's Nazis guarding. Right, yeah. It's like, <laughs> why know, are they going to be Germans? Like, like, I'm a, I'm a German guy. It's like... <laughs> Schnell, <laughs> um, but it's super James Bondy. Yeah, every time, man. It's it's super James Bondy. There's Dobermans there, you Dobermans. know. At the beginning, at the beginning, you know, yeah. Well, how come the Germans are so bad? I mean, we know what the Holocaust is, but come on. Uh. But the uh, I guess we can't say that the ultimate villains of the movie are uh, the uh, Arabs. So yeah. Um, but at the beginning, uh, it's uh, set at a castle, and it's this super James Bondy esque mm-hmm. uh, uh, entrance that he does. Uh, he's there's this party going on at a castle. There's all these, you know, uh, presumably, you know, rich people there rich, have that yeah, make a bunch of money that don't know yeah. that their money is being funded what by terrorism. Say, billionaires you know? and oil tycoons. Oil I think tycoons. She said. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, big bankers and oil tycoon yeah. tycoons or whatever. And you know it is. This is a very tropey movie. It, it plays on the James Bond tropes very, very heavily. Oh sure. Uh, it sh- the first shot of Arnold, which you don't know it, but he's in scuba gear, mm-hmm. and he's entering the party through a pond or something some underwater plasma the cutting all the, way the gate down. Yeah, he's in scuba. <laughs> gear. He's underwater, and he's like using a welder to try and you know break yeah. into this party. Um. Uh, he he removes some b- bars that are underwater to you know d- to get into the compound, yep. and uh, comes out of it, uh, sets a bomb, and then he, uh, which we will later find out why he set that bomb, but he unmasks himself and he's in perfect, <laughs> perfect. tuxedo form. You know, he's only got a white tuxedo, white tuxedo shirt. Yeah, his hair is perfect. Yeah, like. Uh, 
And then he just puts a little bit of cologne right, on yeah, his Yeah, he cheeks. smacks his face. He's just like, ah, yes. yeah, I'm fresh now. Fresh. <laughs> I don't know about you, but it's like I put a hood. Like, you obviously don't have hair. You, you shave your head. Yeah. But I have hair. I put a hood on. Yep. My hair is fucked up for the yep. rest of the day. <laughs> Arnold, it was in full scuba gear, puts it, takes it off, and it doesn't need a comb at all or Not to gel mention what that scuba gear would do to his clothes and his smell, I'm right. sure. Yeah, I'm sure he's a little musty. <laughs> Musky. Musky. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but, yeah, and his suit is perfectly ironed. His hair is perfect. Yep. And, and uh, Climbs out of there, yeah. And this is going to be a running theme. We all know me, I guess, if you've listened to this show, is that I God don't damn. suspend disbelief a yeah. whole lot with a lot of these movies. Nit- and this is the things everything. that I nitpick. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, his perfect hair. Um, so he finds his way into the um, uh, party. And I don't know the purpose of this party, really. Do they? Do you remember them spelling out the purpose of this opening no, party? No, just that it was uh, oil tycoons and yeah. big bankers, and that's it. You I know, know they're like, why is everybody for somebody there? at this party? But who, I don't remember who they were looking for. It was uh, whoever. It was, an in, that, it was an Intel op, I think, is yeah. what it was. They're just trying to gain intelligence. Yeah, you know? into that computer or whatever. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. right that's right. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're trying to yeah <laughs> download the files. Download that's what it was. Files. Yeah, which is on like. You know, such ancient. Yeah, it's, uh, it wasn't even Windows ninety five. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you see it the monitor, it's like old and square. Right in the van, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then yeah, so uh, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger plays Harry Tasker as the spy. He, he infiltrates this party, but in his in in his earpiece, he has the one and only Tom Arnold yes. and uh, another guy. I forget his name. I should probably have it, and I didn't look it up, but I'm going to guess. That he is the guy known as Art Malik because he is kind of a prominent character in this movie a couple of times. Oh, he's yeah, like he's, he's like the third banana, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so he gets into this party and he's got Art, he's got a uh, uh, Tom Arnold in his in his ear the entire time. <laughs> yeah. He wisecracking, and um, <laughs> he's kind of walking around pretty nonchalantly. You know, he's intru- yeah, he's kind of glad the great. You know, spots is like he's glad handing just <laughs> he's glad handing all these people he doesn't know, and he's and yeah. people are just like, who the hell is that? Yeah. Guy? <laughs> Which I would think that you would do if you were a spy, just yeah, kind of blend just in, pretend you know? like you know everybody. Hey, hey, good to see you again. Because yeah. a lot of times people are the same way when you know if they don't remember you, they'll be like, hey, buddy, right. Good to see you again. That's why All you right, got, talk to you later. That's why you gotta say. That's why you don't say nice to meet you. That's yeah. why you say good to see good you. Good to see you. Because <laughs> you don't. A lot of times I've met people and I said nice to meet you and like we've met before. And I'm like Colonel, good to see you again. Good to see you again, Colonel. <laughs> and then like, um, so yeah, you know, Arnold ro- rolls around in the in. in in this mansion, you know, this castle, uh, people are not on to him for some reason. It's like, you see them looking at him, but they're not really like, yeah, you know, this, on the radios or saying, dude. Hey, yeah, it's Arnold. <laughs> a it's a giant tux. Austrian dude <laughs> speaking weirdly. He doesn't have the right Arab accent. He doesn't have the right French accent. Nope. He doesn't have, it's like, who is this guy? Yep. You'd think if you had like 10 people in that party saying, who is this guy? They'd all band together and be like, Hey, check that guy out. Yeah. You know? Uh, but then Get he goes the up. Nazis over to check on him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, 
But then he, yeah, he goes up to the bedroom or whatever, downloads the files, takes it to the van, and then all of a sudden he gets like the goods on everybody. I don't know what file they downloaded, but I like it's like a Carmen San Diego like page <laughs> where Tia Carrere comes up. And it's like, ooh, yeah, this is yeah. Juno Skinner, uh, <laughs> arms dealer, Persian art dealer. You know, it's like. Right. She's obviously posing for that picture, you know. It's, it's not a mug shot, you know. Like, where, where did they get this picture from? And again, I'm going to nitpick. That's some nitpicking, dude. Um, I can't believe you wrote those down as notes. No, I, I didn't. <laughs> All right. I got other notes, but I, I, that's what I remember from watching it. I'm, I'm just like, stupid is it that? But I would think that screenwriters would like my opinion on things. Yeah. Like, that would never happen. That would never happen. <laughs> But what do, what do they care what I think? You know, no, they don't. <laughs> um, so yeah, he meets up with uh, Tia Carrere, the hot, the tango. hot, hot at her height of her powers. Uh, Tia Carrere. Yep. After the Wayne's World. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Looking good. And... She's kind of the main villain until you find out who the main villain is. Right. Um, uh, Arnold meets her and uh, you know woos her, and then they do a tango together. And evidently, mm-hmm. it's something that he does a lot because Tom Arnold and the other guy are like, "Here we go again," yeah. you know. And it's like, what is he tango everywhere he fucking like, goes? Like immediately when they started, all I could think of was. How hard was this for Arnold to learn to tango? <laughs> he seems a bit clunky in it, you know. I mean, they probably had to do that for so long to get him to <laughs> be any good at that. Yeah, he's I would think so. Probably dropped her a couple times. Yeah, and he's dragging her around, <laughs> and they do the proper they do the proper tango, yeah. and you know uh, they end it, and it's like, oh, when can I see you again? And she pulls a business card out of her titties and yep. gives it to her. Um, and then he leaves, and he says, I'm going out the front door. And uh, the front door. I don't know. That, like, he meets up with, like, one single guard. Yeah. Like, talks to him. Can and I see your ticket? Can I? Yeah, let me see your invitation. <laughs> your invitation. And he's like, here's my invitation. And, <laughs> like, he blows up the, the, the bomb that he – it's like, all he had to do was subdue that one guy. He could have gotten out of, gotten out of there. Like, no one, no one knew. It's like, why is he causing a, a, a stir, you know? I don't know, but – in comes his <laughs> his poor guy that uh, takes all the falls for him. His stunt double. Yes. <laughs> in a, in a second, I'll get to the stunt doubles because I got a lot to say you about the stunt doubles. You can't handle it. <clears throat> I can't even stand it. So he's 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 fleeing, and we we mentioned you mentioned in the movie. That where is the head bonk going to be? And sure enough, the Dobermans are running <laughs> yeah, after him. I immediately said, where's the head bonk? And he bonks the Dobermans' heads together. <laughs> right when you said that, and the Dobermans were coming from, like, oh, this, I remember. This is I was it, like, right this here. is it. It's coming. There it is. And <clears throat> what I'll, another thing I'd like to mention is, again, the reality <laughs> of the situation Uh those dogs would have took them down. <laughs> no, I don't think that's not what I'm getting at. Know. The skiing terrorists is what I what yeah, I, yeah, I don't yeah. get. They're all just Who's, blindly shooting at shit. Who just no? Who just like says get the skis <laughs> and <laughs> let's chase let's this get guy? The skis. Get the skis. Yep. No poles. No. No. Just get the skis. We'll drop you off and we're gonna run after somebody. I don't know. And so, you know, Arnold's escaping. At least one guy was smart in a snowmobile. He was. They had some snowmobiles that exploded inexplicably, but yeah. um, You know, Arnold's you know run 
essentially downhill the entire time. Yeah. Because we got guys no, no, on no. skis. They're not going the uphill. The stunt double. The stunt double. <laughs> Running yeah, down yeah. the hill. A very apparent With stunt double. Terrible wig. <laughs> very bad wig. <laughs> yeah, the, the snowmobiles are exploding when he's leaving. It's like, you know, and that's. <laughs> I saw I saw you looking at that, and I was like, "Yep, I'm thinking the same thing." Like, like he's got a handgun. He's so got a fucking. Even he's if he's like got a, nailing these guys, and they're just unloading. They've got Uzis and AK-47s, <laughs> and they're spraying and praying. Yep. And but they don't need to pray. It's one guy. I mean, that's the problem with a lot of these movies. It, it's yeah. like you got you know an army against one guy. Then it's never going to be believable because no. he you know. They got to be the worst shots on the, on the oh, fucking planet. You know, even moving never even takes a if bullet. I was, if I was on skis and I just had an AK, I'd like slow down at least one point just to get a good yeah. shot. You know, and not just blindly shoot as I'm skiing down a hill. You know, it's like no, I want to get this guy. I'm gonna yeah. get the promotion. I'm gonna be the head fucking henchman. This you know? whole like, movie, he doesn't take one bullet. No, not at all. No, not one bullet. <laughs> he and just he, gets a ripped there's shirt. There's like seventy five thousand <laughs> rounds expended onto Arnold in this entire movie, and he doesn't take one fucking bullet. It's nope. a little, uh, you know, it's a little unbelievable. But hey, it's a movie. It's yes, a I movie. get it. We still loved it. <laughs> and also, like, uh, I do love this movie. I, I'm not. That's not what I'm trying to get at. But we're here to nitpick. Yeah, yeah. It's um, fun to nitpick, too. And there's there's certain points where he falls, and it, bear in mind, this is Switzerland. The, the, it's a snowy winter wonderland yeah. that he's running through. The, you know, the, the terrorists have white gear on, and they're skiing, yep. and, yep. you know, it's all you would think. Like, in that scene in a Even sh- though it's dark Inception. out, they wear bright white. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> And he's on his back at one point, like he's on a yeah, sled a or something, slide. and he's just shooting his handgun, handgun. back at these yeah. AK-armed uh, terrorists, or yeah. presumably butlers. <laughs> I mean, I don't what know. What looks like a tiny handgun in his huge mitts of yes. hands. <laughs> and at the end, he finally, you know, you know, they're trying to meet at the rendezvous point, right? You know, so, and Tom Arnold can't drive for shit yeah. on ice. You know, he's just <laughs> yeah, like going for back and forth. And sliding all over. <laughs> and he explains to the guy, he's like, it's ice, okay, I can't drive. Yeah. But no, it's, it, it's <laughs> no, bad for ice. A little it's, bit is you, dude. Yeah, a lot of it is A him, lot of know? it is you. You are <laughs> overcorrecting like a motherfucker. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there should not be that much steering wheel. Yeah. Lay off the brakes a little bit, you know, pump them, yeah. you know, whatever you're going to do. Um, you know, but that at the end of that chase, you know, Arnold should be soaking fucking wet, you yeah, know, but yeah. he's dry <laughs> as a bone. You slide down snow, you're like, you're traipsing through. (laughs) He should be fucking soaked. Should be soaked. Anyone who's been cold. Yeah, his lips should be fucking (laughs) purple. (laughs) Something. A little bit of realism is what I'm trying to say. He should be fucking soaking. A little bit. Um, so then, yeah, that's the end of it. Like, I'm you sure know, the stunt double was freezing cold. Yeah, I'm sure he was. Mm -hmm. His hair didn't look that good. His wig (laughs) fell off a couple times. (laughs) <laughs> oh God! And yeah, and then he says, "Lean back a minute, will you?" Yeah, and he shoots just nonchalantly <laughs> shoots the uh, other terrorist. And that's essentially the end of the opening scene, which yeah. is overall was pretty good. You know, he kind of infiltrates oh, the yeah, uh, enemy yeah. layer. He does the fleeing, and we're, we're just nitpicking all the stupid things that we find uh, with the rest gets of you it. Hooked, though. It gets you hooked. Yeah, but then he gets home. You know, they're like, he, you know, he's. Uh, in the driveway, and Tom Arnold's giving him his passport, and he gives him the 
the snow globe for the yeah, kid yeah. and kind of pretending like he's not been on this CIA mission, but you're either on a sales call or whatever in Cleveland or wherever he, where they think he's been. Damn shithead kid. He gives her a snow globe. and uh, Yeah, man. She didn't give she, a shit. She just throws it away. She <laughs> she's it she's right like a little Paris garbage. Hilton with that stupid dog, you know? <laughs> And yeah, she throws it. And we should say Eliza Dushku plays the daughter. Yeah, yeah. She's like 14 or 15 or whatever it is yeah. in, in this movie. The first time I remember seeing her, you know, she had a couple of uh, um, roles after this movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wasn't I she remember in, seeing her in Buffy. I was going to say, wasn't she in Buffy a bunch? Yeah. I never watched Buffy. Did Were you a big Buffy fan? Um. I, it's okay to say yeah. yes. It's okay to say yes, man. Yes. And there you go. I knew you were, and I'm calling you out. That's in front Son of the of entire bitch. world. And I watched Angel. Oh my God, <laughs> Buffy! I would have Buffy. I can understand, but Angel. I don't know how long we can they keep crossed. doing this. They crossed. It was good. Yeah, I but mean, he get. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, she was in Buffy. A lot of other things. I forget yeah. exactly, mm-hmm. but. Um, so back to the movie and not Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Um, <laughs> where the hell does he go after that? He goes know? home. Well, he goes home and yeah, he has this, uh, no one appreciates him, you know, but he doesn't appreciate them. So that's kind of like the, the running theme of why, mm-hmm. uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is so, you know, uh, upset and wanting to cheat, oh, and it, which it, we're going to get to. Yeah, and then it's like his birthday, and he's supposed to be home. He promises them, and yes. yet another. Yeah, he's you know, he's a constant letdown to his let family, down, you know, yeah, because yeah. of his demanding job, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they get, you know, so they actually show the entrance to the uh, secret society, the Omega Sector, as they call it. Yeah, uh, it's like the CIA, is you know, some covert operation uh, or uh, department of, <clears throat> excuse me, of the government that spies on people and whatever and it's not the cia it's not the fbi it's not this it's not that it's just like super secret he said national security a couple times i don't know if that's got something to do with that but who the hell knows yeah i don't know it doesn't matter yeah exactly it's the omega sector that's what the what that's what i read on the uh yeah the the seal Mm -hmm. on the floor when they're walking in you said something else underneath it but i didn't catch it and they make sure that you know that security is tight there because they go in uh, and the secretary oh, has yeah, her yeah. hand on the handgun and, yeah. <laughs> under the desk. They're you like, know, hey, while they're... Uh, what's your name? Which obviously they've seen her like a hundred times, but she's like, right, but she's still, I'll still kill you. Uh, she's still got her hand on the she's desert. She's still eagle a gangster. Underneath, yeah. <laughs> underneath it, yeah. <laughs> you never know who's going to infiltrate. Yeah. And then they have a meeting with their boss, Pirate Char- Charlton Heston, who yep. has an eye patch. And uh, is uh, debriefing them on uh, what went wrong in the the opening scene. Um, they do find out that Tia Carrere is like funding terrorists somehow. Um, so they set up a meeting to go see Tia Carrere, or for uh, Arnold to go see uh, Tia <laughs> Carrere. Well, hello. Well, hello. I forgot you were here. Uh, I didn't <laughs> know you were in the uh, in the area. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, uh, they set up a meeting to go see Tia Carrere, who he tangled with in the opening scene, uh, try and set up some kind of art dealer. That's kind of his cover. He's like an art dealer type thing, and she does art yeah. dealing, and but she's really hiding nuclear warheads and into the art from Persia. The four horsemen. Uh, but we go through her offices, and that's what confused me. I, I pres- I, I'm assuming they're in some kind of high rise in D.C., right, where he meets her. He goes to the front office. It's... 
this person. Perhaps I didn't. But then you go into the back, and it's this like Egyptian tomb, yeah, yeah. you know, where they're like, like unloading these like yeah, precious I just thought it artifacts. Was like a warehouse or something. But maybe I don't know. I thought it looked like. Maybe you're right. Maybe I'm I'm going I'm a little bit too right. deep into it. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, there's all these artifacts back there, and uh, the guys that are cleaning it all up turn out to be the terrorists that she's working Is for. Is that right? Indeed. So Arnold meets her in an office and says, talks about the future meeting. He leaves, and then one of the lowly workers comes in, excuses the secretary, <laughs> and says, Miss, can I speak to you for a second? Walks I in and slaps the shit out of her. Closes the door, slaps the shit. He pimp slaps her. Oh, my God. Twice. Twice, Twice. he does. Same spot. Because she doesn't know who Harry Harry Rehnquist is. Nope. Arnold's, Arnold's cover. But he knows, you stupid cunt. Mm-hmm. So they're set up... <laughs> So they're set up at a hotel while they're doing this, <laughs> and uh, they leave the hotel. <laughs> is, is that right? Indeed, they do. <laughs> they're at a motel or a hotel. Or well, yeah, they're at some, you know, Radisson or whatever it is, like you know. And then the terrorists fucking follow them. Okay. And um, they're following them in a station wagon. You remember station oh, yeah, wagons, right. dude? Yeah. Remember oh, station yeah, of wagons? Course. Yeah. Good stuff. Good did you, stuff. <laughs> did your family have a station wagon? Did you ever ride one of those no. blue ones or like the green ones? No, my um, eldest stepbrother had like a bluish one with the wood paneling on the side. <laughs> In the mid to uh, late yeah. 80s, Hell everyone yeah. knew who someone, a family member, who had uh, yeah. one of those station wagons. And yeah. like you could. Right in the back, you're facing the back and all that. No seat belts or anything. Yep. It was awesome. Yep. I remember I went hanging with him and his girlfriend, and he was like, hey, man, why don't you go take my car out for a ride for a little bit? Oh, really? And I was like, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> That's great. I was like, I'm going to get to drive. Sweet. Like, get the fuck out. Yeah, go ahead. Here's the keys. Give me like 20 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm just realizing we're going scene by scene, and I always say that I don't want to go scene (laughs) by scene. So let's just go to the beats. You know, there's a lot of good scenes in this movie. Um, so well, yeah, after that, the, the whole the whole chase and the what is that a mall or is that a it's a mall or something? And that's some kind of that's the hard part about doing this podcast is, is like and covering these movies. It's like how do we go for it without going by scene by scene? Right. Are we just gonna say remember that that was funny? That was good. <laughs> that was good. Remember the horse? That was awesome. The horse. Was cool. <laughs> the horse. <is> cool. <laughs> so we can set up a lot of it. You know, it's it, it's a basic like. You know, James Bond, you know, he's James Bond with his family. He has a family. You know, that's kind of what the movie yeah. is. No, a lot that of it is a good scene, though, when the horse refuses to jump. Yeah. Yeah, there's <laughs> a scene where. flipped over. Yeah, so, like, <laughs> maybe we're going to end up going scene by scene. I don't know. I, I really don't care. No. Uh, but we're going to skip over some stuff probably. And, yeah. you know, leave us some comments in there. What we should, what we, what yeah, you, you think we missed. Um, but there's the whole bathroom scene where there's a guy taking a shit in there and the terrorists <laughs> follow Arnold in there um, because he's, you know, they're, yep. they're following him after the uh, after the hotel scene. Bunch of jihad terminators. Crimson Jihad, yes. Crimson Jihad. Crimson Jihad is the name of the terrorist organization. And they fo- they follow him from the hotel. They find out who he is. 
they take they, he realizes he's being followed um and uh he goes into the bathroom of a mall essentially like you were saying yeah and um they oh, set him up but i think maybe it was like maybe it was a huge hotel because there was like a galleria type i remember thing. when he got flung over it was the the lights there I think it said like Harrison or. or I thought it said right? Georgetown Park. So it's probably about Holy George, shit. That's George... two totally different things. Yeah, well, we I saw, saw different things. I saw Georgetown Park on the uh, doors as he was walking in. Oh, okay. So it makes me think he was in like, you know, the university area, you know. Maybe it was just a multiple thing. I don't know. Yeah, and, you know, you like you said, the Arabian Terminator shows up. <laughs> <laughs> Did try. I say that? <laughs> a I couple didn't of times, say I think. That. Yeah. The Arabian Terminator shows up. <laughs> Presumably just because he's the same size as Arnold he's the and same he's size, different dude. nationality. Yeah. <laughs> he's muscly as hell. He's, he's, a, he's a proper opponent for Arnold. Yeah, opponent, yeah. yeah they, they, him, they actually give him a couple of guys like that. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. later in the movie. Like they yeah. just happen to have a couple of huge muscle-bound guys like... You you take out Arnold. Yeah. So yeah. So he's there's a fight in the bath in the bathroom, a gunfight in the bathroom, but eventually comes to hand to hand combat, <laughs> and Arabian Terminator comes out with a fucking barber's razor, like yeah, like I he doesn't have a started, thug's knife. I he thought, doesn't that's have. How you start writing once he flipped that out. I was like, oh boy. Why does he have a fucking barber's razor? It's like, is that <laughs> no the idea. weapon of choice for uh, Arabian Terminators? I don't know who would have that. I'd as have a, a side piece, choice. like a fucking you know six shooter or something, or at least a stabbing weapon. Not, I'm gonna slice you. You know, I got this <laughs> razor blade. I, I don't know. I don't know. Or, or you know, would have been cooler, like a butterfly knife, where he flipped it all around. And no, like dude, that. he would have had to have like a curvy sword or something. <laughs> yeah, like an Arabian, like fucking yeah. Alibaba. <laughs> curvy sword. Yeah, what are the a scimitar? <laughs> they have a name. I don't know. It's Shit. a scimitar. Oh, man. okay. Yeah, fucking Alibaba on the forty thieves fucking sword, <laughs> fucking bandana. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck did we say <laughs> over and over? Yella, 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 yella. They keep repeating they yella, yella, over and over again. Yeah. It's, if it's not Batar Aziz, it's Yala Yala. <laughs> and then, you know, so they left the guy, the one guy who's smoking like a fiend in, in, the, in the station wagon. And Tom Arnold's yeah. like, like, you know, supposed to you know, keep, keep tabs guy. on it. Yeah, the, yeah. Head, the head villain. He's like back. While Arnold's getting his ass beat in the bathroom, the head villain's back there. And Arnold, Arnold, uh, Tom Arnold's supposed to be you know, keeping tabs on him. And he disappears. <laughs> and how does he Whoops. know exactly where they're at? You know, it's like presumably they walked in through a mall. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, all of a sudden he just shows up. And him and his AK forty seven. He's got an AK forty seven. Okay, <laughs> they all he's got do. A, he's got a yeah. Every every single Arab terrorist. And I had to bring that every like movie that has like a Russian AK forty seven. Always, I mean, uh, there's hey, cooler weapons than that. Not in nineteen ninety four. Okay, fair enough. Um, but what I didn't get about it, it's like so the guy finds you know. Uh, Arnold kills Arab Terminator. He kills the, his friend, <laughs> and the, I'm the guy you really liked that dude. The I guy shows up with an AK-47. Arnold's got like, I think a Desert Eagle. Maybe that's it. You know, like a, like he's got twelve shots in his magazine. Yeah. Maybe it's maybe it's smaller. Yeah. But the guy runs. Why is he running? He's got an AK-47 against Arnold and a handgun, but he's Good running question. for his life against that. That's another 
suspension of disbelief I didn't want to do. <laughs> Why is he? He's got a fucking Uzi and he's running. What the hell? I don't get it. He should have stayed there, sprayed Ronald down, and movie over. Yeah, well. Crimson okay. Jihad wins. Crimson Jihad. And so they're chasing them, and, you know, all right, so the guy starts running, and Arnold's got to chase him, of course. They go, they crash through a bunch of glass unexplicably, and uh, <laughs> he gets on a motorcycle. He just literally yanks a guy off a motorcycle mid-stride. and Which like, props on to him. this guy for knowing how to ride a motorcycle uh, he's, so he's, good. <laughs> he's fucking Travis Pastrana. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he, had a, he also had a, a stunt double, but he wasn't – in there near as much as Arnold's was. Like, no, not at all. He was all. really riding that bike. He was. <laughs> I'll get to that. Um, but then Arnold goes a horse to chase him. Where did that come from? It's like, technically a police officer. Yeah, technically it's a police officer, but it's a horse. You <laughs> but know? it is a horse. <laughs> He's got one horsepower, technically, one with that. Horse that motorcycle's got like at least 85 horsepower. <laughs> and the horse is going to get tired. Exactly. He mentions how his horse is tired. <laughs> My horse is getting tired. <laughs> yeah, I, I get it's just for the movie, but uh, this starts the hilarious. crazy stunt double uh, noticing that, that went on when we were watching noticeable. this movie. Every scene or every other shot. It's like damn near a close-up of uh, the face of yeah, the, the Bad dog. hair, bad makeup of both the guy on the motorcycle and of Arnold. It's bad. If you guys look at it, I remember when like, we saw the, the guy on the bike, we were like, ah! He's like a white guy. Like with a, a white guy. He's like, with like a Jufro or something, you know? Like... That's what he They wanted. didn't even try with right. that. No. <laughs> they just took whatever guy was willing to ride a bike. Well, I would argue they didn't try with Arnold either. <laughs> like, the guy was like a middle aged yeah. you know, and he guy wasn't in a as trench big coat. or yeah. anything. Like, yeah, he just looked, it was completely. It took me out of the movie. <laughs> That's what it did. It's I like, thought it was hilarious. What the, what the hell is going on? Terrible lookalikes. <laughs> And they go to this elevator ride to, and I don't know why the terrorist goes to the roof. Just, uh, it's like, it's the old trope of uh, the uh, horror movie. Why are you going upstairs when you should be going out the front door and, right. and, and you know, getting into the car and running away? Why is this guy going to the roof? Then, yeah. And then planning on jumping off his motorcycle into a pool into the neighboring building, you know? Which that neighboring building was far away. It was like 300 <laughs> yards. Evil <laughs> Knievel couldn't have made unreal. that fucking jump. But whatever. Whatever. The, you know, and then, you know, so the guy, yeah, he goes into an elevator. He goes up to the roof and he, he jumps off into the neighboring building into a pool. Yeah. Uh, and gets away. And Arnold thinks he can chase him on the horse. And he goes, no. you know, he goes into the elevator with that, you know, hoity-toity, you know, uptight couple <laughs> that don't want a horse's ass in That's their face. That's a nice animal you got there. Yeah, exactly. And then, yeah, the old lady freaks out. <laughs> um, and I would too. I'd be like, eh. I'm like, dude, your horse butt is like. Is this horse going to shit on me at any second? Like, wh- where did this ass They're known come from? for doing that. From what I've heard, yes. But why would. So aren't horses supposed to be really dumb animals? I don't know. This one was surprisingly smart. Very smart. It's like, I thought you could, like, lead a horse off of a ledge, you know? It's really? like, yeah. I think that's like the the common knowledge about horses. They're they're kind of stupid, and that's why they're such working ho- working animals. But like know. when you when you try to get them to do, yeah, they listen to the basic commands and all that. But um, 
Would he stop over that? I thought horses were just supposed to run off of cliffs, you know, oh, regardless. Jesus. But the horse does not run off the cliffs. Hell no. Nope. He, he puts the brakes on, and Hor- and uh, Arnold goes over, ass over tea, to tea kettle, and uh, <laughs> ends up on holding the reins of this horse, and he's like, yeah, back up. Yeah, back up. Back up. Back up. <laughs> Arnold doesn't know this horse. This horse doesn't know Arnold. How can he's so cooperative? Yeah. You know? <laughs> Because he's a cop. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, <laughs> that makes sense. The horse is meant to protect and serve. I guess. I guess. So then they go back, you know, and they do their field report. with. And I like that scene where it's like, they call it, you know, it's a, his name is Salim Abdul Aziz. They call him the sand spider. <laughs> the sand spider. Why, Why do they call him that? <laughs> Probably because it sounds scary. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most honest answer you, so could, you could you could give, and I'm glad they put that in. I don't there. know, probably because <laughs> like, it sounds scary. What do you want me to say, boss? Like, because he's got eight legs and uh, loves sand. Loves sand. He's uh, born in the uh, desert. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. That was a great fucking answer. Yeah, it was. Um, <laughs> but then Harry thinks you know he's been neglecting his wife, and he goes, he wants to meet her at the office, take her out to lunch or whatever. Yeah, this is where like almost like. This the is where the movie kicks off. Part of like the movie. Yeah, they set the table with Harry and like you know yeah. his spy dealings and you know um, kind of like a common action movie. And then yeah. this is like the curveball to the whole. Yeah. Movie. So yeah, yeah, and he shows up and he he wants to surprise her for lunch, but the then, best curveball ever. He, and he's like <laughs> he's like ten steps before her little cubicle, and he hears um, Helen's. Uh, co-worker saying, hey, it's Simon it's on line Simon. two or line three or whatever it was. And Arnold realizes that Helen is cheating on, cheating He's on assuming, Arnold. assuming she is. Mm-hmm. And then Arnold, very upset about that, walks back to Hal or Gibb, <laughs> what's his name? Albert Gibbs, Gibson, something like that. Tom Arnold. And then he explains, hey, man, we all been through it. We all been cheated on. I love when he walks. What kind of a sick bitch takes the ice cube trays? (laughs) Heads all down, walking in front of the bus. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Arnold is defeated. Arnold is is defeated to hear that his wife has uh, presumably been cheating on him. Um, And and, uh, Tom Arnold is there to welcome to the club, club. (laughs) (laughs) console him, say, hey, it happens to everybody. Yep. My second wife, when she left, she took the ice cube trays. What kind <laughs> of a sick, sick bitch, bitch takes the ice cube trays? <laughs> Stop consoling me. Stop consoling me. <laughs> yes. And then starts like kind of the, the next story of Helen and her uh, suitor named Simon. <laughs> suitor. Played by Bill suitor Paxton. Suitor number two. And I will say... Without reserve, that this is one of the greatest characters in the history of cinema. <laughs> this is, he is the best, the wormiest, weaseliest, the best dude. He plays a weaselly, oh, wormy car, piece of a, shit. He's a so car well. salesman. He's a used car salesman. <laughs> a used so, car salesman. So what? what the character <laughs> of Simon is played by Bill Paxton. We all know him from. Aliens and Weird Science. He plays Chet from Weird Science. He plays oh, uh, great character. Game Over Man. Game Over yeah. Man. You know from Aliens. Um, uh, Twister. He Twister, was the uh, yeah. Uh, he, 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 A lot we, of great roles. Terminator Two. Terminator. 
one. One, excuse me. Thank you for the correction. Uh, he plays one of the punks in uh, Terminator yeah, the punks, 1. Yeah. Uh, great, great character actor. Um, I will say again, one of the greatest Weasley characters of all time, you know. Super Such Weasley. a slimy little slimy, shit, you know. Yep. So what, what what happens is that uh, Arnold's wife gets seduced by this Weasley character, Simon. He convinces her that he's some kind of a secret agent because she's got no, you know, surprise in her life, no, no action, no nothing. She's kind of bored housewife, so this guy gives it to her. Yeah. Um, Arnold finds out who he is and what he's about. Um, he, he, he plants a uh, listening device into her purse when she goes to meet him. And it turns out he's taking credit for all of the shit that Arnold yeah. secretly <laughs> is doing. Um, yeah, and it turns out he's a used car salesman. Like he meets her in this Corvette, you know, like yeah. this, you know, you know, '65 Corvette, in, like one of the early years. And throws the 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 uh, on sale sign on it when he's done yeah, with when it. He pulls you know? up, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, one of the one of the great scenes when he takes the test drive with him. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. and he's talking about how he, you know, <laughs> how he picks chicks up and. Yes, yeah. one of the greatest <laughs> scenes in the again in the history of cinema. Like, so Arnold finds out that this guy is courting his wife, pretending to be some kind of secret agent, um, but then uh, decides to meet him and you know pretend to be a customer to buying one of his used cars, and he yeah. does the vet, you know, like the '65 vet, you know, one of the early model vets. It's convertible. The vet gets him wet. Yeah, vet uh, gets wet, as Bill Paxton says. So he's taken for a test drive. And he's uh, explaining how he uses these cars to get these girls in. He makes up these stories to get all yeah. these girls, you know, the board housewives. It's like he's essentially getting a lot of pussy. Then, you know, maybe he is, maybe he isn't. Um, he's got one on the hook but, right now. But he's, yeah. <laughs> Arnold's fishing for information from, yeah. from him. He's like, I got this one home. Get what? Oh, God, I forget what he <laughs> says. She gets... She's a dying plant that leads and it needs a little water. She bored housewife. That's all she needs. She got ass like a ten year old boy. She could suck start a leaf suck blower. Start a leaf blower. <laughs> she got a pair of titties that can make you stand up and beg for buttermilk. Oh man! That over is the so top. Terrible. Over the top. Ask Way like a, over the top. And me being thirteen years old or whatever, or twelve years old watching this movie. I never, I never understood ass like a ten year old no. boy. <laughs> right there. The with fuck's you. that supposed to mean? I know. <laughs> I heard these. I was like, damn, that's probably why this movie's got pulled. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Stand up and beg for buttermilk. Just those couple of oh, lines God. right there. They're per- they're perfectly delivered, and like Arnold's like listening to it, and he's picturing himself bashing his face yeah. while they're driving. Just getting more and more heated and pissed. Yep. Yeah. Oh, All that man. said, I still love that character. <laughs> <laughs> He's great. He is great, dude. <laughs> um, so yeah, Arnold doesn't buy the car from him, you know. And then they go over the transcripts and all that, and yeah, he gets a little crazy. He, yeah. Wants to follow his wife. Yeah, and she's and cheating on him, and like she agrees to meet him, and, and like and they're in the. Then she meets she meets him in the, his trailer. And they're yeah. clanging the plastic wine glasses together to <laughs> yeah. se- celebrate their you know trip to Paris or something. Yeah. 
Um, he says it, you know, he's making shit up the entire time. He's like, oh, replacing yeah. the city's too hot. So is the penthouse in New penthouse. York. <laughs> <laughs> penthouse in New York. But they show up at this fucking dingy trailer. Yeah. Drinking fucking Boone's Farm out of plastic wine glasses. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Boone's Farm. <laughs> and then he asks her to, you know, uh, you know, will you be my wife? You know, his pretend wife while he's on this, you know, fake yeah, mission or whatever. Yeah. And she agrees for some reason because she wanted some excitement or blah, yeah, blah, blah. Yeah. And they have this super awkward makeout session in the trailer. But little, little did they know, Arnold has assembled his team from uh, the Omega Sector <laughs> to infiltrate Simon's uh, lair. Like they <laughs> really assemble, man. Yeah, they like, take a saw to the side of like, a, <laughs> side of uh, 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 the end of his trailer. They're a helicopter, they're wearing, you know, SWAT gear and... Hardcore. Yeah, and then it's funny that he immediately turns into a coward. He's like, take her! Take her! <laughs> yeah, that's right. Take her. <laughs> take her! I'm meaningless. What a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then they take Jamie Lee Curtis and the, you know, Arnold and uh, our, uh, Tom Arnold uh, set and this up. And Arnold. Whole, yeah, Arnold and Arnold set this Arnold up. Arnold and Arnold. You know, the, the kind of, you know. Buster, essentially. Yeah, question her real good. You take her to the inter- interrogation room, yeah. which I don't know if I, I didn't like that scene a whole lot. There was one point where she, you know, she was, you know, saying how she was unsatisfied as a wife, which you can understand, you know, whatever. But they say a bunch of, you know, cliche stuff in there and say, oh, you're going to work for us, you know, and it's like, yeah. eh, really? That's what you're going to do? <laughs> okay. Um, and then the French guy? Yeah, <laughs> and then they do the French guy thing. So, like, <laughs> They set her up to meet at a hotel room to meet with some terrorist and all that, you know. Do semol. Do semol. And then they go to, yeah. <laughs> but before do that. Do it. Do semol. <clears throat> do it. But they go confront Weasley Simon after the whole raid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they put a gun in his face and they hold him over the ledge and he's like, I'm not worth a bullet. I'm naval in. <laughs> He's obviously a coward and just a fucking it? worm. I got a small dick. I got a little dick. A little dick. It's pathetic. It's pathetic. <laughs> uh, you know that's going to be on the and internet forever. He starts forever. pissing himself. And he pisses himself. And they just find Oh, yeah, right? The first line, he's like, just let me go. I haven't seen your faces. And they immediately Oh, pull God, no. Oh, God, no. He's such a coward. <laughs> it's good stuff. Yeah, I do like this. And then, yeah, they go to him. Uh, yeah, the Ducimol scene. What the fuck does Ducimol mean? Good I could question. Not, I could not Anybody find can it. answer that. So, like, do it very slowly. Do it Ducimol. Ducimol. Like, is that French? Is it German? Is it Portuguese? Is it Spanish? Uh, what was the second word again after he said sexy? Do it Ducimol. Do it very oh, slowly. slowly. Yeah. Do it Ducimol. I can only imagine it's got something to do with I googled doing it. things slowly. I googled it and nothing came up. I looked at translations and nothing else came up. Maybe it's a made-up word. I don't know. We'll see. Or maybe we're just like severely mishearing what he's saying. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So maybe. Who knows? <laughs> I don't want to go too much on do Do it do Do it do very slowly. I, li- I literally said that word a hundred times after we heard it. Yeah. Do some up. Do some Do some I was trying to spell it. Was trying slowly. to Google it, you know. Didn't work out. <laughs> At any rate, uh, Arnold has this French guy uh, record a bunch of shit onto a, a tape recorder. 
so he can, you know, speak in front of his wife because they have a, a plan to have Helen work for them, unbeknownst to their daughter or anything or her job or whatever. Um, she goes to, uh, they order her to go to a hotel room and uh, yeah, be a prostitute. Where down, uh, and that's where her little transformation happens. Transformation. She turns yeah. from a lowly housewife into stripper. Yeah. Which, it's like, she could have done that at home. Like, all of a sudden, she's right there and <laughs> rips her, her dress apart and, like, puts lipstick on and, you know, does her hair. Oh, well. And, yeah, whatever. I feel like if she, she would have ripped that off there, like, it would have fucked up that dress, like, way worse. <laughs> yeah, maybe. She would have had, like, strings and shit hanging off, dangling. Yeah, but she had strings there. You could tell her, like, you know, yeah, taking the, the fibers out yeah, and, like, yeah. the, the threads and all that. You know, she's, like, trying to clean it up and whatever. Last minute decision. Last she looked good. Minute. Yeah, man. And it's funny. Last that, minute like, game call, dude. You know, it's funny. Like he asked her to dance. You know, like uh, on on <laughs> oh, on yeah. the recording, it's like dance for me, <laughs> dance for me, and she like she... does the sha na 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 na, like hand rolling, and she dances all all dorky. Yeah. <laughs> but he knew she would, so he had the guy say, "No, no, 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 do no. it, do it some more, do very slowly." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was not good. And then all of a sudden she gets super slutty. Maybe it's a repressed housewife thing. Maybe. Probably. It broke out of her. It broke out of her and she was she looked good. There was a lot I remember at the time there was a lot of talk about Jamie Lee Curtis being like uh breaking out of her shell and being kind of a uh, super sexy in this role, you know. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of talk that. about it, you mm-hmm. know. Uh and she looked good, you know. Um you know she famously bared her breasts in uh, uh, Trading Places in 1982, and this yeah. is 12 years later, and still looking good, still looking good. In her prime. In her prime. Um, I didn't understand why she didn't recognize Arnold in that scene, you know, because he, he eventually makes out with her, and, like, she literally takes his head up. Like, they're making out. She grabs his hair, pulls it up. Arnold, for some reason, how she's that strong to be able to do that, and yeah. bashes his face with the phone. Why did she not see her husband yeah. in, the, in that instance? Never opens her eyes. Right. Yeah. No. Nope. Yeah. She just bashes it, and then, yeah. But and not then, that it matters, because then the yeah. whole thing gets spoiled by... Yeah, the terrorists blow their terrorists cover. Come the the terrorists yeah. come in, they, they take them hostage and all that, and blah, 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 blah. Um, yella, yella. Yella, yella. Um... <laughs> But then, like on the plane, Jamie Lee Curtis like blows there his entire cover. Oh, she's I know like, she's such an idiot. Like on just the shut plane. the fuck up, bitch. This like, is just my shut husband. Up. And then she proves it. She's yeah, like, she's huh? like, how how did huh? I get this? How did I get huh? this? Huh? And then they find the transmitter fucking kazoo that uh, Ar- Ar- Arnold puts in her purse. It's like <laughs> it did look like a kazoo. It was giant. It was <laughs> like a giant. fucking kazoo. You know, I was like, you couldn't come up with something smaller. It's like you had a small bug to put in the phone in the hotel room. You couldn't put this in her purse. Man. What the fuck? And then we get the Betraziz. Uh, Betraziz. Yeah, the, ter- the, tell- the terrorist is uh, trying to get his uh, his message out, and he's got his his buddy uh, videotaping it, but the battery is low. Yeah. And he says, Betraziz. 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 I don't know why I remember that, and you remember I that. Because it. it's hilarious. That dude was so scared. He was wet. He was, he was sweating. Sweating. He <laughs> <It> was raining. <laughs> he was dripping. With sweat, he didn't want to be. He didn't want to piss off his boss, but yeah. no, he needed new batteries for the video camera. 
That was right around with the truth serum and yep, you know, then, kills then, the doctor, whatever, if you want to call him a doctor. Yeah, know. the Kevorkian comes Kevorkian, in. Kevorkian, yeah. And, like, put me in giant. So, yeah, they take. Uh, use you as a human shield, and then I'm going to throw that thing and I did that like that. I mean, but that was kind of a cool effect. I like yeah. how they, uh, you know, they injected it with him, and he's like all uh, yeah. woozy yeah. for for a while, and then she's like, "Hurry! <laughs> how long have you tell been me something I would otherwise lie to?" <laughs> Seventeen years. Are we gonna die? Yes. <laughs> they're gonna shoot us in the head, or they're gonna they're stab gonna us. They're us. gonna leave us here where the bomb <laughs> goes off. <laughs> And I like, yeah, I do like how. I yeah, like those parts, man. He explains, you know, how he's going to kill them. He's like, you know, my yeah. handcuffs. I pick <laughs> them. I pick them. Boom. <laughs> and then he goes into Rambo mode, and she recognizes Ram- that she married, married Rambo. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I can't believe I married Rambo. Yeah, and then the, that like. That was a funny little. The wet concrete, I think we both talked about. Like, they just throw yeah. super soupy. <laughs> Mix Soupy. of concrete in o- over the yeah. uh, warhead that they're going like, to... That would take days to dry. Yeah, it's not, you may as well just put it in water, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't no going to do anything. Might as well cover it with dirt. And then there's the scene with it, like, you know, they're, like, watching the whole thing, and it's like, you know, in 90 minutes, the world will see Crimson Jihad <laughs> will rain fire over the United States. <laughs> Over four cities. Four cities. <laughs> Each week. Each week. <laughs> Each week. <laughs> and, the, like, this is where it gets the, the tropiest of the movie. Because, mm-hmm. like, she, you know, Arnold gives Jamie Lee Curtis the gun to, you know, hold on to. Oh, and here then, we go. Here we go. And yep. then it falls out of her hands when she starts to shoot it. And it just kills everybody in yeah. the room but her. Stare over just, stare over stare. It's just flipping. Right. She falls. Somehow she drops the killing gun. killing every bad guy that's coming near them. And it, there, there's a shot of her cowering, you know, there yeah. af, after the initial part of that. Oh, yeah. Right? I mean, it flung back up to her shooting bullets at her. But she only ducked like the one time. I mean. Yeah. And then smash cut to Arnold with a flamethrower all of a sudden when he grabs the fucking <laughs> gas line and he's like, yeah, you yeah, know, just yeah, yeah. spraying everything in fire. And then he grabs the bazooka, or the bad guy grabs the bazooka, he aims at Arnold, he goes to the fucking gas tanker, <laughs> and he jumps off the dock into the water. Into the and water. they have that shot of them swimming underwater on the, with the yeah. fire on top of the water. And then the shot of the guy who shoots the bazooka after he shoots it, he goes, "Yes, yeah, <laughs> yes." The hand with pump. the whole hand part. I mean, that's just stupid as shit. That was man. lame. That was lame, dude. Yes, that's like what you know, eleven ten year old kid. <laughs> yes, that was awesome. That was awesome. And so then there's the 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 chase scenes down the uh, bridges of the Florida Keys. Ah, um, that was cool, man, with the with the Harriers. and Yeah, that's when we first see the Harrier yeah. Jets. First time I remember seeing Harrier Jets and what yeah, they can do in a movie. Uh, good on the budget, because uh, I don't think anyone would really know outside of this movie, you know, well, you know, standard population of everybody, you know. Right. Somebody had to rent some guys to fly some badass jets. 
Yep, and then they have the limo cat fight with uh, Jamie Lee Curtis yeah, and Tia Carrere. the limo cat fight. That's a good way to put <laughs> then she, it. You know, she has a ring backwards and slaps her, you know? Yep. And then the brooch is out. And I thought that was that great. there was a great shot of them, oh, you know, yeah. uh, Harry on the uh, helicopter and grabbing her. And then the limo goes into the... Uh, Come on, baby. <laughs> Come on, baby. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was kind of cheesy. Was stupid, but... <laughs> Yeah, I mean. <laughs> but it was a good shot. You know, they got a good shot of you know the her holding on yeah. when the car goes off. I thought that was good. It was good stuff. <laughs> Harrier jet takeoff. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh my. Uh, I thought it was nice that like the you know they going back to the city where they were at you know and they're in that high rise you know mm-hmm. and they got the uh, the Omega Sector guy as the cameraman you know oh right and he does the James Bond move where he takes the yeah, the gun from the camera he's like pop 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 even like, he was Done. surprised after he shot those guys he's like, he's Damn like right. whoa mm-hmm. <laughs> and I thought like there's a couple of other cool shots like uh, when Arnold's in the Harrier jet and he's like. Trying to shoot the uh, helicopter going around. Yeah, you can see the spray in the water uh, after. Uh, you know? For sure, I thought that was really good. Good on the cinematography. And one thing with this movie, I just want to add: if you want to make a drinking game out of this movie, sorry, take a shot every time he says sorry. Yes, sorry, <laughs> yes, sorry. Indeed. You will be wasted. Absolutely, he does say sorry. <laughs> Sorry, and sorry, it's hilarious sorry. when he says it. Right, but holy shit, does he say it a lot? Mm-hmm. He definitely <laughs> does. We kept, you kept saying it, and I'm like, you know what? Sorry. You're right. Sorry, sorry, like the most on the horse. Uh... <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, in the Harrier, everywhere. And, you know, mm-hmm. He definitely says that a lot. Um, so he's in the Harrier jet, and you know, it's like the culmination of the uh, the, the movie. You know, he's yeah. like, uh, you know, trying to chase the terrorists and like. The terrorist, like I forget his name, but you know the, the the main terrorist, you know, jumps onto the Harrier jet to try and get him. Oh yeah, when he's and, got like, his daughter on the uh, right, and that daughter's yeah. on there, and uh, like he gives her a wink. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> no, which she's uh, supposed, you know, a fourteen year old girl is supposed to say no that he's gonna yeah. knock this guy. I'm up. gonna whip. We're the going planes aside here. Yeah, we're going ninety degrees this way. Yeah. <laughs> so you better hold so on. So you better hold on, or you're gonna die. And why doesn't he just shoot both of them and then? Get into the pilot <laughs> cockpit, whatever. Is oh, that, the yeah. uh, bad guy? Yeah. Pop, pop. Oh, I know. <laughs> pop, pop. Get him the hell out of there. I'm going to jump into this thing, and then, you know. I'm going to pretend how to. We're going to rain terror. <laughs> <laughs> Crimson Jihad terror? Yeah, and that's yeah, Exactly. <laughs> And that's kind of how it ends. You know, he ends up on the missile, and, you know, he shoots him. He says, you're fired. You're fired. Yeah, it was cheesy. But overall, it's a good movie. It's like I didn't like the ending where, like, she becomes a spy, you know. I thought that was a little yeah, bit was too much over the yeah. top. And, like, Boris even, and Doris. Boris and Doris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th- I thought it was kind of stupid that they made her a spy. I felt right. like they could have done something a little bit better, like her. I don't know. I'm not yeah. a screenwriter, so I'm yeah. not going to do anything. What are you going to do? But overall, a very, very fun movie. Oh, yeah. I would say about this movie. It's it's like, yeah, like I said, the third grossing uh, blockbuster of 1994. Very fun. It's Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like we were saying, he's going to be a big part of this show. Yeah. Uh, Pretty much a lot of most, if not all of his movies, we're going to be talking about because it's about the 90s and he was at the height of his powers. Yeah. Even Um, when I think of like Arnold Schwarzenegger movies, 
I'll like name off like some of the big ones, but when someone goes remember true lies, you're like, oh yeah, yeah, because it's like mm-hmm. it's not as like <laughs> no, it's not Terminator, yeah, yeah, it's not Total Recall, yeah, you know, it's but it is a really good fun movie, absolutely, and you know. Yeah, you can watch it with family or whatever, you know. Yeah, I mean, they got some F words in there, no nudity, you know, and Jamie Lee Curtis, you know, maybe there's some, you know, kids like my age that are like, (laughs) cover their eyes or just have a little giggle about, but, you know, it's a fun movie for the whole family. It's a comedy action movie. Yeah. A lot of good one-liners, you know, you know, we're nitpicking, but it's a very good movie, you know. Uh, James Cameron, it's very... Very hard to go wrong with James Cameron movies. Yeah, Tom, you know? Tom Arnold was really funny in it as like the sidekick. True that. You, you know, know, what kind of a sick bitch takes the ice cube tray? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When he gets shot at and the little pole like saves him. And yeah, he's and like, he's like Whoa. feeling. <laughs> <laughs> I would say Tom Arnold's best role. Yeah, I, you know, probably. I, I can't think of him in, in, in much less in any other role. <laughs> but no. like, but Roseanne or... What else did he do? He did that movie Big Bully. He did The Stupids. He did a bunch of stupid crap. Yeah. But he was really good in this. He was a funny sidekick, and he's been divorced three times. (laughs) He knew his shit. But uh, (laughs) good movie, fun movie. I give this, um, you know, we talked about this on the Total Recall, but, like, for Arnold movies, um, what would you give this? It's my number one. It's I'll tell you right now. It's my number one Arnold movie. I liked him in this movie. It is. Uh, Total Recall is number two. True Lies is number one for me. I would say T2 is number three. Really? Yeah. For, as far as his performance it's so and how much. for me to like. As far as, as much as it. I enjoyed the movie. Like, I love this movie. It's really good. I love Total Recall too, but I feel like Arnold has, was just a little bit more in this movie than Total Recall. He's like, he, you know, had, had a lot more I, I funny parts and serious parts at the same time. You know, uh, uh, I agree, but I still love them in like the Terminator movies. Yeah. So it's so, I don't think anything for me can beat the Terminator movies. But, you know, like you, this is definitely in my, you know, top three for sure. So, right on. I give this movie, like, not just Arnold, but like, and A plus. This is this is an A plus movie. It's fun all around. Yeah. We can nitpick all all day, but like this is an A plus movie for I me. Agree. It's yeah. it's action. It's comedy. It's you know they're not bad performances by anybody. A little tropey at times, you know, with like uh, Jamie Lee Curtis as the housewife. Her hair is all you know. Yeah, yeah. She's supposed to be super mousy, you know, and and um, but no, this is an A plus movie for me. It's yeah. like I recommend any everybody see this. You're gonna like it. Yeah, it's good action story. comedy. It's great. How can you go wrong with a good action comedy? As much like the Lethal Weapons, which we will do it. Oh but, yeah, yeah, that's um, a good comparison. But th- I think this goes a little bit more with the comedy with than the action. You know, with Tom Arnold, um, <laughs> with a, and and Arnold has you know Arnold Schwarzenegger has a lot of good lines in there. You know, that are really fun. Again, A plus movie for me. And rest in peace, uh, Bill Paxton. He R.I.P. So gr- amazing in so many things, and I love him in so many of his roles. Absolutely. And this was a great one he did. Again, one of my favorite Weasley characters <laughs> in the history of cinema. It's I mean, like he yeah. <laughs> makes you want to stand up best, and beg dude. for buttermilk. <laughs> <laughs> Ass like a ten-year-old boy. 
who comes up with that? And who delivers those lines like he does? Yeah. You know, he delivered those. He, he's so wormy, and you just like you laugh at she him. She can start a leaf blower. Once <laughs> <laughs> you get that pilot lit, she can suck start a leaf blower. The vet gets him wet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, people, Paxton, gone too soon, shit. man. Uh, but yeah, A plus from both of us. Uh, yeah. I can't. I, I, you got anything else to say about this? No, man. I really loved watching it. Um, I always loved the movie. Um, it's been too long since I've seen it. And if I can get a copy, <laughs> I'm definitely going to um, maybe check eBay or something. But like we said earlier, this is crazy hard to find a copy of. Certainly on any streaming services, you're not going to get lucky. I mean, I went to a store and somebody mentioned to me that they may be possibly like remastering it or something. And that's why we can't find it right now. But which I hope is the case. I hope they do like remaster it and release it. Yeah. yeah. Re-release it. And uh, yeah, because the copy I got, it was like blacked out. You know, it was like a. I don't know what you call it. It's like not widescreen, but like there's bars on the left, right, and top and bottom. Yeah. Um, I got a bigger screen, but it was probably an older copy, so like the aspect ratio wasn't there. That's yeah. That's what I yeah. I was. (laughs) So like the aspect ratio or yeah the ratio. uh, I don't know. I lost what you're. (laughs) Right. Uh, A plus from both of us. Um, Please. Please try and find a copy. Buy it if you can. I mean, it's a great movie. It's like we all have kids. Like even like, I plan on showing this to my you know my younger sons. You know, it's like eventually it, it, it's fun for the whole family. It really is. It's like yeah, there's some f bombs. There's some sexy parts in it, but no, it, it's fun for the whole family. Um, a plus you, for me. If you have a copy of it, pull it out. Yeah, hell yeah. It. Watch it again. Shit. Um, we can't tell you where to find it because we could not find it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At any rate, thank you for listening, everybody. Um, we really appreciate it. You can find us on Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcasts, and the Anchor app. Uh, thank you for listening. Anything else, Tony? Yeah, don't forget to check us out on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. At the Retro MMG Show. Thank you. Uh, thank you again, and we will see you next time. Cool.